Welcome to Sports Spectrum, the sports and faith podcast that brings Jesus back into the conversation. Here's your host, Jason Romano. Welcome, everyone, to Sports Spectrum. I'm Jason Romano. Great to have you joining us here on the show today. As always, we're grateful to our sponsors, Compassion International. For more information about how you can help release a child from poverty for just $38 a month, tax deductible, go to Compassion.com slash Sports Spectrum. Food, education, medical care, vocational training, it's all done In the name of Jesus, the most trusted child development ministry in the world is Compassion International. Here's how you and I can help. We go to the website, Compassion.com slash Sports Spectrum. We look at the children waiting to be released from poverty. We pray about it and then just do it. Sponsor a child. 38 bucks. That's it. So simple, yet so powerful. Go to Compassion.com slash Sports Spectrum and pray about releasing a child from poverty today. Today on the podcast, we welcome Georgia Southern head football coach Chad Lunsford to the program. Now, Chad has been the head coach since 2017, came to Georgia Southern in 2013, came back actually to Georgia Southern in 2013 as the receivers coach, tight ends coach, special teams coach, and now he is the head man, signed a contract extension in January of 2019, taking him through the 2023 season. Lunsford led Georgia Southern to the biggest turnaround in the FBS last year from two wins in 2017 to a 10-3 finish in 2018, including a Raycom Media Camellia Bowl win over Eastern Michigan on a last-second field goal, 23-21. to That's a huge deal when you go from two wins to coming back the next year and winning a bowl game and winning 10 games total. That's an awesome job. But Chad Lunsford is more than a football coach. He's also a man of faith. We loved having him on this podcast to talk a little bit deeper about the things that he's working through, not just as a coach, but also as a man of God. And he's got his work cut out for him as Georgia Southern on the field opens the 2019 college football season on August 31st, a Saturday at LSU. Not an easy task, but last year, hey, Georgia Southern played Clemson last year up in Clemson, so why not open up the season and why not shock the world, right? Why not shock the world and go to LSU and win in Baton Rouge? And that's exactly what Chad Lunsford and Georgia Southern are hoping to do. Take a listen to our conversation with the head football coach at Georgia Southern. He is Chad Lunsford here on Sports Spectrum. Coach, welcome to Sports Spectrum. Thank you. I appreciate y'all having me on today. Absolutely. Great to talk to you, Coach. It's football season. The 2019 season is upon us here as we talk in the summertime. And it's interesting. I know coaches don't like to look back. That's almost a, a taboo, if you will. But you had one of the biggest turnarounds, if not the biggest turnaround in FBS last year, going from two wins in 2017 to 10 and a bowl victory last year. So now that you've sort of tasted that success, what goals do you put in place as you begin uh, to prepare for the 20 that you've been preparing all offseason? But what goals have you put in place to get ready for this year, this 2019 season? Well, you know, the great thing about how we approach things, um, you, you know, when you say it's taboo to look back, uh, 
we actually we talked to our guys an awful lot about learning from the past mm. and then and working for the future but being in the moment and uh you know that's something we spend an awful lot of time on we actually do mental skills training uh to help with that kind of stuff that's good and and um but you know as far as far as goals go you know we, we talk about a lot of different things as far as uh, embracing you know expectations and because at Georgia Southern there is a lot of expectations and you know maybe last year going into the season coming off a two and ten year um, it, it you know expectations were not that high um, and then what we were able to do as a football team last year you know maybe puts that X back on our back and uh, you know, kind of what Georgia Southern football has been. And uh, so, you, you know, all off season, we, we've talked an awful lot about we can't get away from what was successful and we got to work on the things that maybe we were not good at. And so we've kind of gone with a theme this year. Uh, last year, our theme was when, what's important now. Uh, we're keeping that. And uh, but then the second part of that is going to be trying to go from good to great. And uh, we just talk a lot, a lot about doing the little things right. You know, there's there's things last year that um, we're not happy about. We didn't finish some games good, and uh, you know, we we want to be able to finish better. And you know, you know, when we beat App State last year, they were ranked the top 25 team. We were rolling. We were in first place in the Sun Belt, and then we dropped two games in a row, and yeah. you know, ended up coming in third place on the Eastern side. So. You know, there's a lot of things right out there that we left out there last year. And uh, so I, I think there's still a chip on the shoulder and, you, you know, we're working hard not to be complacent. Last year, you guys faced Clemson. This year, you open up the season at LSU. So playing these, you know, top caliber teams is not anything that Georgia Southern shies away from. What do you hope to get out of opening up against a team like LSU at their place? Well, uh, we're going to approach every game. Uh, with expectations of winning it yeah um you know lsu is a whole different animal and so was clemson um and i think last year against clemson we we learned a lot uh, our kids competed very hard um but you know we just you know, we, we probably wasn't good enough and uh i think our guys learned last year that it's going to take a little bit more than talent um it's going to take uh, an unbelievable uh, amount of effort and you know just above and beyond what our talent is and uh so i, I you know i just want to i want to see our guys go out there and play our type of game um you know we don't we don't have to be sexy we can just be blue collar go out there and do what we do on offense do what we do on defense and uh execute at a high level and not and, and try not to beat ourselves i you know that's always huge uh eagles not beating eagles is going to be a very key part to trying to pull off an upset like that Hmm. Coach, what does an off season look like for you? I've talked to many coaches on this show, on this podcast, and it's hard to actually call it an off season because it really is a year round journey as a coach in college football. But what does that look like for you? Do you get time off? Do you get a chance to get away from the grind that is football? Well, what we try to do, uh, and we did it for the first time this year at Georgia Southern, but, um, we came in when school started early part of January and we went about four weeks of training and conditioning. And then we went early spring ball. Um, and that has been really good for us. Uh, you know, we went through spring ball, we stayed pretty much healthy, but any guys that we did get maybe banged up injury wise, um, they've had a lot to, you know, a lot of time to, to, to get their bodies back. Right. And, uh, we ended right before spring break and, 
when spring break hits, you know, we let our guys get out of here, our coaches get out of here. Um, I'm a big believer in, um, you know, not burning yourself out before the season starts. And, um, you know, so anytime we're able to give our players off and, uh, you know, and still get our training in, you know, we, we try to be strategic about that. And um, so anyway, we started our, we started our strength and conditioning training after, uh, after spring break. And so we've had a good 10 week cycle here, you know, and, and, and gotten ourselves probably stronger and bigger than we've ever been uh, here uh, just because of the way we did it. Um, and our guys, they do a good job. You know, we, we, we want to make sure they get their weekends during the off season. We don't, we don't try to take their weekends from them just because of how much time demands during the season. Yeah. Um, but, but you see our guys going out and, and, and doing extra, they'll get out there. They'll, uh, they'll work on their, their plays. They'll work on throwing routes. They'll be working on their backfield actions, uh, one-on-ones, DBs, receivers, whatever, you, you know, they get out there and they do that on their own. And, uh, you know, so, um, we, we, we encourage it, but obviously it's up to them if they want to do extra because we do know it's important that we don't burn them out. But uh, we're coming up to the end of it. Uh, we got this week and next week, and then we're going to send them home for a week, and then we'll report back for training camp on the 1st. Yeah. Georgia Southern coach Chad Lunsford is our guest here on Sports Spectrum. Coach, when did you realize that God's calling on your life was to be a football coach? At what point did that really start to kind of hit you like, yep, this is where the Lord's supposed to have me? Wow. Uh, that's a, that's a, you know, the, the easy, the easy answer <laughs> would be when I started coaching. Right. Um, I, I think early on, um, I was probably further away from the Lord than I should have been. Um, you know, I, I grew up in church and, um, obviously, you know, that, that plays a big part in my life. And, sure. but I did get away from that, uh, in college and, um, as I was kind of getting out of college and, um, you know, so I, I think coaching for me early on was maybe a little bit more self-driven, a little bit more selfishness and, and things like that. To, to be honest with you, I, I think where I really felt like I started to embrace God's calling on my life with coaching was when I got back to Georgia Southern mm. uh, in 2013. Uh, not to say that I didn't care about kids, that I didn't, because I, I, I mean, I love the relationship part of coaches and players. I, I love the relationships you build, the, the lifetime of memories and things that just come along with it. But um you know, I get to Georgia Southern and back to Georgia Southern in 2013. And, you know, we have a couple head coaching changes along the way. And, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, things that go along with that, that gets a little stressful and, you know, you get attached to kids. And fortunately I had the opportunity to stay with each coach that became the head coach here. And, um, and I think my life, you know, kind of changed in those situations because, you know, I started to figure out, you know, it ain't about me. Uh, yeah. It's about trying to affect these kids' lives each and every day, and um, you know, and, and try to be a great example for them. You know, I don't, I don't force Christianity on anybody, uh, because I do believe it's a choice. Uh, but I do make it available to them, and I think it's important that I live my life that way. And shoot, I'm gonna screw it up, and I do daily. But um, you know, I, I think if I can provide that example, uh, provide the availability to them, and and you know, just continue to to do what I think the Lord wants me to do. Um, and then, you know, I know I'm talking a lot, but the, the platform piece yeah. of becoming a head coach, um, you know, that strengthened that even more. Uh, there's no question that, um, 
you know, I, I spent a lot of time, you know, I, I try not to make rush decisions on things. I try to pray on them. I try to, you know, sleep on them at night. And, um, you know, unless there's a decision that has to be made right away, I, you know, I, I, I won't, I want this platform to be driven by, uh, by my Christianity and my faith. And so I don't, you know, I don't take that lightly. And, um, so I, I would say when I got back to Georgia Southern and then especially becoming the head coach is when it really took off. So share with us a little bit about your testimony. You said you had some rough years in college kind of falling away or maybe some identity issues. So share with us your testimony. We love to have every guest that comes onto this show, share what the Lord has done and how, you know, God has kind of brought us into his kingdom. Share with us a little bit about your testimony and kind of where that journey began for you. Well, like I said, you know, I grew up in church. My, my parents uh, took me to church and, you know, my grandparents, I mean, all um, believers and, you know, and, and so I had a strong Christian background. And um, but, you know, when I get to college, I mean, there's there's a little bit about finding yourself when you get to college. And sometimes, you you know, you maybe make decisions that you probably wish that you, you maybe didn't go that direction. But sometimes yeah. I, I, I look back on those things. And I go, man, what what great learning opportunities they were. And uh, so, you know, I don't I don't sit back and go, golly, I wish I wouldn't have done this. I just, you know, wish I would have handled it better once it happened. But, um, I, you know, nothing, nothing major, nothing bad. Just, you know, maybe being a young adult, making some choices that, you know, probably wasn't Christ-like, and uh, so that, and then, you know, I meet, I, I met my wife in college, and, you know, we, we dated for four years, and, you know, she's a believer, and uh, honestly, getting with her, and, 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 you know, forming a relationship with her, that's what really kind of brought me back, and, you know, um, so I, I haven't really shared this part, except maybe with, with my team, hmm. but, um, as you know, in our marriage, um, you know, we had, we had some trouble early on, you know, uh, uh, as far as getting pregnant or, you know, things like that. And, sure. um, you know, when we, we did some treatments and stuff and, you know, we were able to have our first baby and then some more babies came and it was, you know, it was all good. And then, um, <laughs> uh, our third, our third child, uh, when she was pregnant, uh, with him, uh, she went 36 weeks and, um, the, the baby, you know, passed away inside of her. Hmm. Um, and so we had a stillborn and that was a pretty trying time. We were at Auburn at the time and it was right in the middle of football season. And um, faith, our faith was challenged. And, um, but, but I would say, you know, this is the biggest part of my testimony is, you know, we turned to God in that situation. There were times where we questioned why. There were times where we questioned, you know, why would you put us in this situation, you know, and and all that. And I felt helpless as a man because, you know, for the most part as a man, you feel like you can fix everything. You feel like you can control everything. You feel like yeah. you can do everything and take care of your family. And, well, you know, my wife was, you know, distraught and there was nothing I could do about it. Um, you know, I could comfort and try to be there for, her, but, you know, I didn't know how she felt. I didn't, you know, and so we leaned on God and we leaned on God together and, you know, we came through that and, you know, her, her story with that has been a, you know, has been a really huge uh, testimony to other women that have gone through it, maybe other families and, um, you know, and it, it's an opportunity, you know, for me to talk to our guys about, Hey, look, man, this is, 
you know, as a man, you can become vulnerable. You can become, you know, where you're, you don't know what to do, know which way to turn. And, um, and, and then you figure out, you know what, you should turn everything over to God and, and let him order your steps and, and not just, you know, try to control everything on your own, you know, control what you can control. And, you know, God gave you, you know, instincts and, uh, common sense and things to do things right, but man, put everything into him and, you know, let him lead your life. And so, you know, we're able to do that and we're able now being the head football coach, you know, you get to talk about that a little bit. And, uh, so, uh, I, I appreciate you asking that question. Honestly, I, it, you know, it's been very good to be able to get that, get out, get that out sometimes and talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I think they, people react most. That's why I love doing this podcast because they react most when, People share their struggles because if nobody shares their struggles, everybody thinks everybody's perfect and it's an Instagram, Facebook, Twitter type of world that we live in anyways where everybody's putting their best moments on display. But not many people talk about those hard, difficult moments. For a coach, for somebody like you, as you share those moments, you're pouring into the players that you're coaching, but you also need to be poured into yourself. So how do you stay poured into? How do you stay fed, whether it's spiritually, whether it's as a mentor, somebody helping you in the coaching world, how do you stay fed every day, Coach? Well, um, you know, I, I probably don't do the best job at it. Um, yeah. You know, obviously, I, I I try to go to church and 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 and, and try to do those things. Um, you know, I've met regularly with my my pastor to try to help with things like that. Um, um, I, I don't know how spiritual these conversations get, but um, you know, I I meet with a man named Doc Spurgeon who. Uh, who is really a Georgia Southern legend in his own right. He, you know, he was the right-hand man to Ert Russell, and, mm-hmm. you know, he's 90 years old. And, you know, he, he's got a big-time insight on life and, you know, just, you know, how to take things with a grain of salt, you know, what's important, what's not important. And so I spend a lot of time with him. You know, I meet with him once a week, and um, and, and I try to stay in prayer, and I try to stay in my Bible, and, um, you know, and – and I then I just try to live by doing good for others. You know, um, again, I everybody's human, everybody's selfish, and get caught up in your own ways and all that kind of stuff. But I try to remind myself every day. You know, I'm blessed to be the head football coach, and it ain't about me. And it's about it's about these players. It's about this coaching staff. It's about this whole program. And um, you know, and just try to pour myself into that. And you know, I, I've really man just being the head coach and, and it's been you know the, when I took over as interim we went two and four and losing ball games was hard and yeah. you know and then last year you know going 10 and three you know there was not that many low moments because you got 10 wins you know so I've been I've been pretty lucky but you know I the thing that I can say about myself is I've tried to stay the same every day and try to be that same positive person every day and go you know what it, it, it doesn't matter, you know, all these selfish thoughts that come along, you know, you got to get rid of it and you got to pour yourself into others. And, and that's, what's really, you know, being able to pour yourself into others and hopefully make a difference and hopefully make an impact. Um, you know, that's, what's really fed me. And um, so I know that's a long answer, but it's <laughs> oh, a great, listen, this is a podcast. I can go all day. Uh, but let me ask you this about the, the kids that you coach. I think we talked to a lot of coaches and I like to ask them what they feel like is one of the biggest issues that players athletes at the collegiate level struggle with and you know a lot of people say identity a lot of people say it's just self-confidence 
Um, but even from a spiritual perspective or just from a being a teenager and being a 20 year old perspective, what have you seen now that you've been coaching a while that is the biggest hurdle for a lot of these young people as they try to mature into adulthood, but also try to balance that with college and with playing football? What have you seen? Um, I think the biggest thing is um, adversity. I think that adversity, being able to handle your your response to adversity is huge. And, and guys understanding that there's going to be adversity. There, You know, life's not fair. There's going to be things where you feel like you should, uh, it should happen this way and it doesn't. And uh, your response to that. I think is the biggest thing that young people struggle with. I know I did. Um, you know, I got, I got into my feelings a lot and, you know, I, and I still do, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. and sit there, you know, and pout and, you know, go, you know, I got the worst life in the world or whatever. Um, so, you know, I think our staff does a good job of trying to get that point across to our guys. Hey, something bad is going to happen. Some type of adversity is going to happen and it's how you respond to it. And, I think that's the biggest thing coming to grips with growing, you know, growing older is, you know, having that ability to do that and learn how to do that. Last couple of questions here with Chad Lunsford, Georgia Southern's head football coach here on Sports Spectrum. Coach, what is something that those outside the coaching world don't realize or know about that you go through every day being a Division One head football coach? What's something that we don't realize or see or know that you know the outside world doesn't see that you could share with us that we don't realize this is what it's like to be a head coach well i you know i didn't know i i spent some time trying to prepare myself to be a head coach that was one of my goals yeah um but once i finally sat in the chair i was like whoa this is a little bit different than i thought (laughs) and uh yeah you know i know that there's probably some coaches out there that make it where it's all about football and they can just do football and um, but you know, the one thing that I would say, man, is, you know, a lot of my time is not football. It's, um, uh, you know, it, it's being able to coexist with, you know, maybe administration, being able to coexist with, uh, people that touch your program, but don't, you know, don't, are not 24 hours a day with your program. And, sure. um, and then also to trying to figure out a way to be different, uh, with your team, um, and and not to where you go away from your personality or anything like that, but but maybe you know, hey, you know, let's let's do something this way so that we're touching the total lives of the college student. So it's not just it's not just football all the time. You know, we we talk an awful lot about being a Georgia Southern man, and uh, when we talk about that type of stuff, it's you know, it's talk about being good athletically, being good academically, being good socially. Um, and then having the opportunity to be good spiritually. And um, so I think it, it, as a head football coach, especially in college, is, is, is trying to find a unique way to touch all four of those areas and not just focus on the X and O's and what type of players they are. Mm. Coach Chad Lunsford, this has been great. Last question for you. And we ask this question to all of our guests here on the podcast. What are you learning from the Lord today? What is God teaching you in the season of life that he has you in right now? What are you learning from God? Well, um, I think it's, it's to continue to uh, probably to try to give the control away. Um, mm-hmm. yep. I, I have a hard time with that. I want to fix everything. I want to control everything. I want to 
Um, not, not that I'm a micromanager or anything like that. It's just, you know, I, if, if there's a problem, I want to go fix it. Sure. I want to fix it right then. And, um, I think the patience and, and just the ability to go, all right, what's important now, let's make sure we can control what we can control and, and the things that we can't control, you know, place in God's hands and let it, let it be what it's going to be and, um, you know, and pray on it. So, um, I think just that over and over again, just teaching me to be a little bit more, you know, Hey, rely on God and not just relying on me trying to fix everything. Mm. He is Chad Lunsford, Georgia Southern's head football coach. Season opens August 31st, Georgia Southern tough task going to LSU to start the season, but they had a great 2018 and I'm sure they're looking forward to 2019 as well. Coach, thanks so much for being here. Really appreciate your, your candor and your honesty. And uh, we wish you guys nothing but the best this year. Thank you, and I appreciate you having us on. And many thanks to Chad Lunsford, Georgia Southern's head football coach, for joining us here on Sports Spectrum. Did you catch what he said at the very end of the podcast right there when I said thanks for joining us here on the show? He said thanks for having us on. And I know it's a small thing, but to me, that's what it's about when you look at a culture that's about we instead of me. It's thanks for having us on, even though he's the guest, he's representing Georgia Southern, he's representing his family, he's representing his faith in Christ, he's representing Jesus. So he said, thanks for having us on. And that was, I don't know, that was poignant to me and it stood out and made me think about how I go about introducing this podcast, how I go about using the word me instead of us or we. And I don't know, there's a little bit, it feels like there's a little sermon there. Uh, waiting to be had, I think, from what Chad said right at the very end. And uh, I really do appreciate him being here on the podcast. Wow, his story of embracing God's calling was really good. And, you know, just the testing of his faith when he talked about that time that he had lost a a child, a stillborn, um, and even gone through struggles with infertility, uh, which my wife and I have both gone through as well. Uh, I was really impressed with Chad Lunsford, and I would not be surprised uh, that this guy will continue to have success wherever he ends up. Uh, And if it's Georgia Southern for the next 20 years, I could see him uh, doing great things, not only on the field and success there, but off the field for the Lord. So many thanks to Georgia Southern head football coach Chad Lunsford. Give him a follow on Twitter. Chad Lunsford is his handle. Very simple. You'll see it there. Christian husband, father, and head football coach at Georgia Southern. He also lists Isaiah 4031 as his scripture on his Twitter page, Isaiah 40 verse 31. So you can look that up and see what Chad Lunsford's scripture verse is and what that means to him. Many thanks to Coach Lunsford and thanks to Compassion International for sponsoring this podcast. $38 a month, tax deductible, food education, medical care, vocational training. That's what happens when you make the decision, when you take that leap of faith, when you take that step to sponsor a child in Jesus' name. 38 bucks, tax deductible, releasing a child from poverty. Go to compassion.com slash sports spectrum, pray about it, and sponsor a child today. Many thanks to you for listening. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at sports underscore spectrum. You can reach me directly, jason at sportspectrum.com on email, jason at sportspectrum.com. 
Com. Would love to hear your thoughts on guest ideas, on what you thought about Chad Lunsford, or anything that you want to share with us regarding the intersection of sports and faith here at Sports Spectrum. Also, click that subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're listening to this podcast on. We're brand new on the iHeartRadio app, as well as Spotify and Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, everywhere podcasts are found, you can now find the Sports Spectrum Podcast. So click that subscribe button and never miss an episode. Also, check out our website, sportspectrum.com. That's where all of our content can be found. Bookmark that site. Make it a daily visit on your web browsing endeavors. Go to sportspectrum.com and never miss content every day being put out about the intersection of sports and faith. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time with a brand new episode of Sports Spectrum's podcast. Have a great rest of your day.